and welcome to Baddest Mothers in the Room. I'm Casey. I'm the mother of Bo, a 16 and a half month old beba boy. And I'm Tristan. I'm the mother of Nelly, a 13 and a half month old beba girl. We're the kind of gals that didn't know if we were going to have babies or not, but then we did it and we're here to talk about it. Now, we are not professionals, so don't take our advice if we give you any too seriously. And if you have a problem with what we say, we're not going to take your comments too seriously either. Either. We're just here to talk about the perils of parenting, but you can always weigh in on our topics if you want. I mean, don't be judging shit, but tell us what you think and tell us what else you would like us to speak about. Speaking of weighing in, I have some business to get out of the way. Thank you. For if I may. Please. Um, number one, a fun way to weigh in is through reviews and ratings. Wee! Yeah. So fun. Please do it. Um... However, if you've already written a review for us and you're like, boy, I would do it again, um, I, have a, I have a favor to ask you, listeners, oh, and here, here's what it is. I have nothing to do with this, everyone. Yeah, Casey doesn't know what, <laughs> what this is. Um, I was recently a guest on my friend Patrick's podcast, Lifetime Uncorked, where mm. he talks about Lifetime and... Uh, Hallmark movies. It was mm-hmm. super fun. I did the episode called Entertaining Christmas mm-hmm. with, with Jody Sweeten. Um, I mean, she wasn't there. Uh, but <laughs> um, I, he's been trying really hard to get a bunch of reviews for his podcast. He's doing a great job. And I went to check it the other day to see how he was doing. And I saw he had one a one-star review. And I was <gasps> like, oh, my God, that totally sucks. And I looked at it, and it was for my episode. <gasps> specifically? Yeah, the person was like, it was titled Entertaining Christmas, and it was like, I usually really like this podcast, but, um, and usually, or, or this podcast is usually snar- snarky fun, but this one was just downright mean. <laughs> Ooh, um, Stop listening halfway through or whatever, and I was like, oh my God, Patrick, I am so sorry. So if y'all... Uh, feel like it and want to go over to Lifetime Uncorked and write a five-star review for him, Just I would really to, <laughs> to make me feel, feel to alleviate some of my guilt. Oh that would be great. Oh my gosh. Uh, he likes emoji reviews, so it's really easy. You just have to do like a smiley face or something. Whoops. I mean, one star if she likes or he or whatever likes the rest of the episodes and that was the only one that sort of offended them. I like, know. Isn't that weird? Star? Like you'd be like, you know what? Now I'm good. I like this podcast, but not this bitch. Yeah. Or like, and I'm, I'm going to take them a, down. I felt like it was a five, but this one episode was a one. So I'm going to give it a so three. So four. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Come on, yo. I actually have a theory that. Because I was pretty mean to, about... I mean, I wasn't crazy mean, but I was... You think it's Jodie Sweden? I, well, I think it's the her love interest. Because I was like... I kept calling him the ugly man. Um, no. Well, because Patrick was calling him the handsome man because he knew him from something years ago when probably he was handsome. Um, and now he isn't. He's okay, very well, weathered. Let's not talk about it too much. Yeah, I know. Might find this podcast. Yeah, and that's give true. Us a that guy hates review. me now. This semi-famous um, actor. Wow. Yeah. I mean, if so, this is a person that doesn't get a ton of work, yeah, they'd probably make sure they went and. Yeah, I mean, if I were a lifetime purpose. actor, I would probably and made like one movie a year or whatever. Yeah. I would probably listen to things about me. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just some person that doesn't like it. Yeah. When people are mean to other people, but I don't know how they would have gotten through all that. It's not like the podcast is like. Hooray, Lifetime makes great cinema. No. So, yeah. I I don't know. Anyway, I feel bad. Wow. So, if anybody feels like writing a review, Lifetime Uncorked. It's Also, listen to it. It's great. Great. Right after you review Baddest Mothers in the Room. Right, exactly. Sorry, yes. I, I gotta have a no. for our... No, no member. I, pre- I prefaced yes. okay. it. I said do ours first, but if you're bored and you already did ours... Yeah. But send us uh, anything you'd like to talk about, too. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Anyway. So anyway, who, 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 who cares about us? Ooh, Everybody. Everybody, we're here Everybody to talk. Everybody does. D-D-D-D-D-D. Um, especially, you know, who cares is me. Yeah. You know, which you found out because I was signing up for Amnesty International when you I walked did. through the door. Oh, wow. Brag much? <laughs> Humble brag. <laughs> Of course, I was just telling you that it was a recurring donation and I'm going to cancel it after the one goes through. What if they're listening and they give us a one-star review? Oh, no. Amnesty International. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to care about women. And we're those. Mm-hmm. We are those. Yeah, that was weird. How's your LaCroix? I mean... It's not this booze. LaCroix. Is, is LaCroix listening? <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> One star from LaCroix. Well, my, uh, I just like to say that my traditional um, 
Medicinals. Medicinals is delicious. What do you get? Throat coat? The oh. old smooth move? You gonna take a deuce, smooth drop a deuce, sitting right in that chair? Um, traditional medicinals, delicious. I'm drink. I'm drinking dandelion root. Oh, what does that do? Uh, it just is like detox, sort of. Oh, great! Man. But the dandelion root kind of tastes like like roasted chestnuts or something. Mm. It's like nutty on an open fire. <laughs> I love their throat coat. The actor's mm-hmm. friend. Yeah, throat coat with and some honey in it, and maybe a shot of whiskey. Perfect. Oh, yeah. It's just a treat anyway. And then um, I did their lactation tea, too. Oh, yes, I yeah, did the yeah. lactation tea. I didn't love the flavor, but, you know. Oh, because it was kind of licorice yeah. yeah. And I did the pregnant lady, mommy, mama tea or whatever it was called. Oh, okay. I don't know. Whatever. I had a baby, so must be good. Mm-hmm. So traditional medicinals, if you want to. If you're to, listening, five-star review and advertising. Please. Yeah, and sponsor. Yeah. Um, you could give us a four star review and sponsor us, or just that'd be fine. A couple cases of tea, hey, that'd be great. We'll take anything. How's How it going? You, how's your week? Fine. Six. We've had. It's been six days since last we recorded. Mm-hmm. I know because I was totting up my uh, good girl totals today, so oh. I would be able to report back. Have you been a good girl? Well, I've. You know, it's the system's rigged. Yeah, you're the judge and the jury. <laughs> yeah, but the opposite way, it's very hard to get a perfect score. Oh. I'll tell you that right now. You have to be a perfect girl every day. And the, my have definition you had of a perfect per- score yet? No, I haven't on any day because I have not been doing additional toning on top of going to the gym yet. You're right there. You're at the gym. Just throw some toning in and be a perfect girl. I know. I know I could be a perfect girl. Um... How many steps you got right now? Let's compare. 14,000. Whoa! What do you got? Uh, 11.5. Oh. Um, and I was a bad girl, and I drove over here instead of walked. Oh, well, it's cold. I was like, I could walk. It's kind of nice out. Oh. It's like, I at least should have ridden my bike. Yeah. And I can't park this freaking Prius to save my life. <laughs> There's like these giganto parking spots, one right in front of your house, and I had to skip it because I tried it twice and couldn't do it. Oh. Oh, well. Um... Oh, so a daily, a perfect score daily is 12. Okay. Um, that's if, you know, that's if I get 10,000 steps and another 5,000 steps. Damn. So I guess 1,500 steps. You're almost I don't know there. why they're separate. And like work out, do the extra toning, get the bonus point for getting more than 10 points. Yeah. Don't drink anything at all. Not even water. Yeah. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just dry. Just dry, dry <laughs> desert. Um, no, no booze. Um, so that would be 12 points a day, which would make a score of 72, and I got a 53. Oh. Uh, so not great. It's a 74%, mm-hmm. which is like a... C plus? Oh, not in my high school. <laughs> what was it? C plus was 80 to 82. Oh, well, I, I, I could be wrong. I don't um, know. I'm sure we we're on the same-ish scale. My uh, my high school was like, we were like two points more demanding than most schools. I don't know why. It was very rude. Okay. Fine. So like a 92 was a B plus. Oh. Um, anyway. So, but I've been a, but I feel like I've been a very good girl. So, um, okay. you know, this is just points. Rules are rules, just points though. for my, You're only a medium good my girl. rewards. I think have you I'm given a, yourself a reward yet? No, I think it. You would get a reward. So I have seventy-two points. You probably get a, an award at like a thousand. Probably. Or you, how do you find out? I don't know. I mean, you have to petition the board, <laughs> which is consisting of you suck a couple D's. Suck a couple D's. Which Who's? my my boobs? Oh, your yeah, boobs. My boobs. Uh, no, I can't. I don't want to tempt fate and make my milk come back. Oh, my gosh. Um, but I'm not doing dryuary. I know. Um, You're doing partial or less uary. I've had, <laughs> I've had one drink uary so far. One piece of alcohol? One, one unit of alcohol I had it the day before yesterday. I had a glass of wine. And because Chris and I are we're tracking all our food right now, uh-huh. um, I weighed it. <gasps> so it was six ounces. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I like poured it, I poured, held was the it little box over the food. Like, this is stupid. No, it was great. It took me a long time to drink. I mean, I think it helped that I hadn't had any, you know, 
in a week. Well, that's or almost pretty a much January, yeah. though. Yeah. I mean, I'm mostly just, like I said, I'm mostly just keeping the rule. Or I think I said this last week that I'm not doing January, but I'm just like, I have to write down every drink that I yeah, have. You didn't, I don't think you said that on the podcast. Oh. You said that in life. Oh, yes. That's what I'm doing. So I, my Fitbit app lets me record food. So I'm just, I have to record my food, so, which includes booze. So. That sounds horrible. I just really don't like have it. it then have to write it down. I like it. I like it. I like it. Well, see, then you just don't drink. You're like, eh, I don't want to write this down. I don't want to write I don't this have down. A drink. I'll just have some water. Frig Whatever. It. I'll just drink my dandelion root tea. Dandelion root. I feel like I've been talking a lot. Um, I mean, you have. <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast. But I mean more than you. Oh, it's fine. I'm a little sleepums. Yeah, what you what you been doing? Nothing out of the ordinary. Late? There's no well, reason I should be sleepy. I sometimes when I'm a little tired, I drink coffee in the afternoon, and then I always regret it because it actually makes me feel more tired and kind of ill. Oh. And I had 3 p.m. coffee today, and then I felt like shit. I'm like, oh, there, there it is, just like it was supposed to do. <laughs> and then I won't be able to get to sleep tonight. Yeah, exactly. Shoot. Lame. Um, should we talk about our children or anything? Yeah, sure. You got any wins? I do. I do. Um, this past week, you know, with all of our resolutions and whatnot, uh, just no booze and no red meat. I don't know if I said that one last week. You didn't. I'm planning on not eating red meat unless I'm like super duper craving it. Like right before my period, sometimes I'm like, mm. I have. To have red meat. Oh, and you can have it then. I hurt. I'm like that too. Yeah. I'm like, I need beef, dude. Yeah. Sometimes you're just like, I need a filet and a glass of red wine because you just need that iron. And that's fine. If that's if I feel that way, I will. Is there iron in red wine? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe being a good girl entails having a glass <laughs> of red wine. I, it's good for your heart and your, your iron levels. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes. So anyway, if I really need it, I will. But other than that, I'm not having it. So I don't know. I just feel like I've had more energy during the day. So Bo and I have been like party city USA, just like doing a lot of stuff. Um, Mark just went back to work on Monday. Mm. So up until Monday, he was just like getting a lot of attention from both of us. And it was really cute. Like we did so much stuff. There was one day where he did, he had like three outings in one day. Wow. And I feel like wow. he's just been in love. Wow, as Bo would say. He went to the museum and then we went, what was that the day I think then we went and got his hair cut. Oh, yeah. I thought that was going to be your home mom win. Oh, uh, no. I don't know if that's a win or a loss. I'm real on the fence about that. Why? That, I mean, the, the adventure is in the win, but because now I look at pictures of him before he got his hair cut and I'm like, why did I cut his hair? Like when my dad randomly posted a picture of Bo. Yes, from, he did post a picture of Bo months ago. just yesterday and he tagged a person named Bo that was not, that was your not Bo. my Bo. Because my beau does not have Facebook, nor is his last Says name. Says you. Last name. Do you have child protection on your laptop? I guess not. Maybe he started an account with an alias. Yeah. An alias last name. Um, yeah. So now I see pictures. I'm like, why did I cut it? Oh, my gosh. It, he does look really cute. He looks a little older, I feel He looks like. really old. Oh, my gosh. He looks like a child. I feel like he looks child. three. I did tear up at the end of the haircut. Aww. Like during it, I like videoed it and was like a little worried because he towards the end he was starting to crawl out of like the little hot rod car that he was sitting mm-hmm. in because he doesn't care about the movie that's on and she's like going real fast. And then when he was done, I was like, oh, he looks so old and I got all teary eyed. Ah. <laughs> uh, but at this place, then there's a playroom. So he got to play for an hour afterwards and he didn't give a shit what his hair looked like. Did, how um, did he take it? How did he take the process? Little William Wigglesworth. I know. Um, like, um, well, if the haircut was 10 minutes, he was fine for like, the first six or seven. Okay. I was just like, what's going on? Okay, fine, whatever. And then he was like, nope, I'm done. And he like had one leg out of the car <laughs> and was trying to get out. We're like stopping him. And she starts like to go faster as much as she can with scissors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have like a rounded tip and everything. But still, you want like a decent haircut. Yeah. But you could tell it's like an adult would have never allowed this haircut to be okay. <laughs> There's like all these weird kind of lines and stuff. And it's just like that is what she could do. So I'm hoping it grows out just a little bit here pretty soon, fast. Um, Wouldn't it be better to do like the buzz, the razor thing, you know, like a... Like shave his face? Well, (laughs) I was thinking of like how beard trimmers have like the guard, the lengths on them, but I think you can do it on hair too. Like wouldn't that be better for kids than scissors? Well, I didn't want his hair that short, so I'm glad Yeah, I mean, I guess you can... Uh, even or a floby, like a three gauge. A floby, yes. Where's the flobies? It Why didn't certainly that does suck. 
Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Um, let me get my. I mean, clearly they weren't. They didn't work that well, or they'd still be a thing, right? Flobies. Probably. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, she just used shears, and I mean, it's a little weird in places, but it's gonna be fine. I'm just, I'm definitely like, oh my gosh, in a couple weeks when it grows out a little, I'll feel better. But oh, um, big like boy. Adult, but yeah, when now that I look at pictures that are over a week old, I'm like, I didn't have touched it. Aww. But anyway, and then the third thing we did that day was that I took him to the gym to play. So he like hmm. was play. Did some reps. He was all, yeah, he was doing, he was repping the reps. Got swole. Got done swole. Um, so, you know, we've just been really active with him. And now I'm talking a lot, so there. Um, the, I the hate this. Side little part to his win, to our win, my win, um, is we've just been like, whatever you want to do, Bo. And then on Sunday night when we were watching the Bears game, RIP the Bears, mm. um, he... Spilled, he wanted to drink out of Mark's glass. So Mark's like, all right, let's try it. And he spilled water all over his little football onesie. Mm-hmm. So he was soaked. So I was like, all right, let's just take it off. So I like reached in, unbuttoned it, pulled it off. He's walking around just in his jeans with a little belly hanging out. And then he walks up to me and he like pulls on my shirt and he's like, ah, ah, ah. And he starts doing the more sign, mm-hmm. which now the more sign for him means like more or I want this or give me this or do mm-hmm. this for me. Kind of it like all encompassing. I, re- I require something. Yeah. So he pulls on my shirt and goes, ah, more, more, ah, 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 ah. Pulls on my shirt. I'm like, what do you want? Pulls my shirt up. I'm like, oh my gosh. He w-. And then he's like touching his belly and stuff. I'm like, he wants me to take my shirt off because his shirt's off. So I did. Nice. So I sat and watched the rest of the game in my bra. Uh-huh. And then he does the same thing to Mark. Mark takes his shirt off and the three of us <laughs> just sit around in no shirts because that was Bo's request because he was shirtless. <laughs> it was so amazing. That's so And adorable. Cute. And then once we, oh, we all had our shirts off, he'd like look at everyone's like bellies and chests and then kind of like rub his belly and chest and stuff and be like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm into it. like, why are you so fat, mom? <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, okay, I got a big belly. What's your excuse? <laughs> and then that guy, that where's guy is his belly? Long and lean. <laughs> why doesn't that guy have one of these? <laughs> Ugh, yeah. Aww. But it was adorable. That's so cute. Body shaming aside, it was cute. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry I brought. My your, fatness your into feelings it. into it. Right, I don't think you're fat. I just know you think you're fat. <laughs> and I know Bo thinks you're fat because yeah, he told Bo me. Is. He told He's me. poking at it a lot. He was like, you know mom's belly? Have you seen it? More. More, more, more. She needs more. Less. All done on the belly. <laughs> All done belly. Uh, yeah, he will poke my belly button sometimes. He's really into belly buttons. I'm like thinking, I wonder if he's wondering where his finger goes. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Shape sorter. <laughs> oh. How about you? Yeah. You got to win? Um, no. Sort of. I have a, just sort of like a today. I have, I'll give you two wins. One's more interesting than the other. I'll do the boring one first. Today at okay. work. Look, I went into work. I, I had two meetings. Bing, bing. Wow. One trying to save money for the company. One advocating for myself. Ding, ding, ding. Got a bunch of work done. Ding, ding, ding. Um, one of my coworkers is on maternity leave. Great. Totally support it. However, it makes me have to do a shit ton more work. Uh, they so didn't get a bunch of in there. Works. No. Um, mm. But they split her work between like five people. Okay. So, you know, but it's still... A lot more work. Mm-hmm. Um, so did a bunch of hard work. Went to the gym. Ran on the treadmill. Left. Didn't tone. <laughs> yeah, didn't tone. Uh, briefly was like, am I having a heart attack? <laughs> um, and then, bing, left work. Went and got Nelly because Chris has a meeting. Brought oh. her home. Fed her. Put her to bed. And like 10 minutes before you got here. And now I'm recording a podcast. And signed up for Amnesty International. Yeah, signed up for Amnesty International. <laughs> In the meantime. And now you're uh, doing Whew, a podcast. Now I'm drinking a refreshing LaCroix. Surprised you don't tangerine. deserve a six ounce pour of wine for this one. You know, I might have one after. I don't like to, uh, not that podcast. I like, don't think you would not be able to handle it. But, oh, you know, like, I don't, I don't know. There's, I don't, I don't feel inclined to drink alone with other people. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I'll drink by myself. But like I don't want to be like, I'm the one drinking. Ah, okay. I don't know. Sure. Whatever. It's weird. Do I have hang-ups about alcohol. Hello. Hello. Um, so that was that one. The other one was a baby win. <laughs> mm. She's so great. And I actually forgot to mention this last week, but um, 
Nellie, and I think I've told you this, but Nellie all of a sudden had started like putting her fingers and thumbs together yeah. and going, hey, baby. And oh. we were like, what is she doing? Is that Itsy Bitsy Spider? Oh my God. And she does. She knows it's Bitsy Spider. I mean, she can't like perform it. Or you would hear a recording right now. Yeah. Um, but she loves it. And Aww. she goes like, she wants it. She does kind of Chinese finger trap fingers if she wants you to <laughs> sing it to her. And then she like, she does wash the spider out and she puts Aww. her arms up and she loves it. And yeah, actually today uh, when I picked her up, I was like, do you guys, uh, do you guys do Itsy Bitsy Spider a lot? And Miss A was like, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, because Nelly and we... Nellie was singing it the other day. She loves it. And they're like, like, what? She loves to sing so much. She she always gets all the moves. (laughs) Uh, So she's so cute. Oh, that's adorable. But it was such a weird moment of like her doing something that I didn't teach her. Yeah, right. That's strange. I think that's the first time that's happened. that I've been like, when is this thing? Though one time she came home, they had like written on her little paper, she'll touch your nose if you say, where's my nose or something like mm-hmm. that. So I guess they they did that too. And I you're like, know. oh yeah, touch my nose. <laughs> and then she Prove does. it. She does. Well, that's good. You're getting your money's worth. Yeah. No, it's great. It was just so weird. It was like, what else do you know? Yeah, right. What other songs do you yeah, know? Yeah, what other secrets do you have? <laughs> <laughs> Baby has secrets. <laughs> yeah. And the other teacher, Miss C, was like, oh, yeah, she sings all the time. And I was like, oh, she loves Do Re Mi. And she's like, she does sing Do Re Mi. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> she sings it. She's like, I got to take this skill to my friend. Yeah, listen to this, baby. It's so funny now that she's like the eldest baby, the, the yeah. elder statesman baby yeah. of the, the baby room. Because she's like, they're all so little. Uh-huh. Like when I went in there, I was like, because it's, you know, three months old. But she's old. moving up. Yeah, she's moving up. When does up. that happen? Uh, like a week or so. I'm oh, not exactly okay. sure. Um, but yeah, so it's so weird. Looking at her, like hanging out with all these little teeny tiny Aww. babies. And you're like, what is she? What is she Who doing does she play people? with? Yeah. Yeah, it happens fast. All of a sudden, at the playground, I'm like, Bo's so tiny. And they're always like, be careful of him. Be careful of him. And now I'm the one saying, all right, be careful of me. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and when I was walking out today, this one kid was like, what are you holding? A baby? And you kicked him it's in like, the face. I said, I'm holding my baby. I'm holding my baby. <laughs> um, you got a, you got a failio? Oh, of course. Why not? Mm-mm. Always. Mm-mm. Um, my fail is, <laughs> this has happened a few days recently, and I sort of like just realized it today um, that this pattern keeps happening. We're like, I, you know, I try to keep the place kind of tidy-ish, mm-hmm. uh, even though there's like a little monster running around destroying things. And I've been sticking with my resolution to tidy one little area every day. So far, I've done it, whatever, eight days in a row um, and gotten rid of something in each one of those. And I started watching that Tidy Up show last night. Oh, oh what a dream. Everybody cries, right? Don't you cry? Me, personally? No, Absolutely I just, not. everybody's like, oh, I just wept my way through Marie Kondo's... Tidying up or whatever. Uh, I don't know why. Okay. Nothing has inspired me to cry yet. Okay. As a matter of fact, some of these people, I'm like, get your fucking shit together. <laughs> You're just angry. Yeah. I'm like, man, she helps, but damn, this shouldn't have looked like this. <laughs> um, so I've been doing that and trying to clean up and everything. But there's been a few days in a row now where I've noticed that when we come back from being away, park, gym, wherever, and we come back in the house, I have this like really brief reaction that someone has broken in because there's just like shit all over the place (laughs) and it's like real random stuff like the house was kind of tidy but then as we're trying to like really like I'm really just trying to get us out the door I'm like okay well let's go like I gotta get your coat out of my coat and shoes and boots and you're crying and we're freaking out Mm -hmm. and where's this and is the bag ready and blah 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 while I'm doing all that stuff he's randomly like taking this box full of stuff that's to go downstairs and like dumping it on the floor and I didn't notice (laughs) or he's like tipping over something else or pulling some stuff off the fridge and I don't notice all this and then I'm like all right boom we made it out the door and then here we are an hour, hour and a half later coming home or whatever. And I'm like, someone broke in. This place is a disaster. And I'm like, oh, no, it's just stuff right in front of the door. The rest of the place looks exactly how we left it. But right by the door, there's like the tipped over box and the stuff pulled off the fridge because the fridge is right by the back door. I'm like, oh, OK. And today was the first time I actually like acknowledged that I had had this thought many times now. <laughs> I was 
like, oh my gosh, I need to smarten up <laughs> and I need to kind of maybe work on our get out the door routine because like, again, in this like fantasy world where I'm, I have a job, we're going to start being on a schedule again. And right now, like this is without a schedule, I'm having trouble getting this out the door. So how's it going to work with the fucking time crunch? <laughs> Whew. It felt like a fail. You just have to do it. Mm. You just do it. I guess. Get I, there. Maybe when you have time, like you have to be somewhere at a certain time, it actually can be easier in some ways where you're like, okay, we have to do this. Yeah. There isn't any of the dilly-dallying. Yeah. But like I haven't put on real clothes before 10 a.m. Well, Monday I did because I'm taking a class now. But class. most weeks I don't. What kind of class? A little Photoshop. You're all, this is that. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. I'm brushing up on my Photoshop skills. It's been a long time since I used it. Yeah, I don't know how to do anything. Everything I do is in paint. Yeah. And they changed paint. Oh. They like they took paint off or something and then everyone was like, What? We love paint and they're like, Fine, here's paint. Like fine, here I it don't is, know. but it sucks now. Yeah. But. Well it always sucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's just the kind of Photoshop I like. Right. Mm. Yeah. Good old paint. Um, while you were, you probably saw me frantically looking around on my computer and phone because I was like, what is my fail? And I cannot oh. find it. I, I know they existed. I've not been a perfect mother. Would you consider 53 out of 72 yeah. point, mom points. Oh, maybe your point, are your points going to go, good girl points go down now? Yeah, probably. Not knowing your fail? Probably. Would you consider not knowing your fail a... And now it's time for our segment. Um, what's the thing where you, uh... Mom brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I will say one thing. Um, it's more of a Chris fail, but uh, we'll take it. Nellie took the biggest dive <gasps> uh, on Friday. Oh, no. She, I wasn't here. And I came into the aftermath while her head was still gushing blood. Blood? Yeah, there was blood. It's still there. I mean, she sent due to her hair situation, you can like see exactly <sighs> the It's like that long, a little oh. gash. What is this, like a centimeter? I don't know. Uh, quarter um, inch, yeah. But I guess she was like on the couch with him and he went to get a book or like he reached for a book and she tumbled off. I don't know. What, you're making that face? You think he smacked her in the back of the head? He with, hit her in the back of the head. <laughs> um, but I came into the aftermath and was like, what? And I was mm. like really upset about it, yeah, but also had were. no idea. Like she was mostly okay, except that she was sitting in her high chair and there's like blood smeared all over it because it was her head was still bleeding a little. So there was no concern like that she needed stitches or anything, huh? No. And Chris said, like initially he was like, I thought we were going to have to get stitches, but you know, he cleaned it up. He had like put peroxide on it or whatever, oh hydrogen God, peroxide. I he was in, in a it. panic. Yeah. I mean, it's Chris, so we were probably like, right. Hmm, all right. And he didn't call or text. He was just like, well, she'll be No, home. I mean, it was literally, I think it had happened like five minutes before I came home. Oh so. my God. Um, was she still crying when you got home? She was... She was irritable. Oh, um, she was having her dinner. So her head so. hit the coffee table. Yeah, like the back of her head. So I don't really know, but so just like, like hit it right stitch. on the like on the ledge on Buddy. the lip. And she, yeah, I don't know. I was like really rattled by it, but I also was like, I'm so glad I wasn't there. Yeah, like right. if it was that bad, I'm really like I don't think I would have been a useful person during that time. Just immediately crying. to the hospital. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm like every day I'm just teetering on like, should we be in the emergency room? Yeah, really, <laughs> truly. I feel Today like he's got this bump on his tongue. I'm like, should I go to the ER? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? Am I a terrible mother? Uh, um, I also was like, I also feel like it's good that I wasn't there because I can assume that Chris was doing a good job. And like if I was there and saw... I would have been like, what are you doing? Or, you know, like I would, I feel like I would have blamed him more for it if I'd seen whatever he did. Right. But, or did not that he did something like I did. Oh, just how much he wasn't paying attention or whatever, you know, like, yeah. Um, but I mean, whatever she tips over all the time. It's fine. Like it's not his fault, but I just, you know, I'm sure I would have been like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, um, so yeah, then it was like she was really irritable and I was like trying to get her ready for bed and stuff and she was real pissy and I oh. was just like, <laughs> my did you baby, put, I cried a little. Did you uh, put a Band-Aid on it? 
No, because it was like her hair's there. Oh. What what little hair she has yeah. is there. So. so she like bleed on her bed? No, she didn't stop by then. There was actually no blood on the bed. I was expecting to come in in the morning, like, hopefully to a living baby that had smeared blood all over the sheets. Did you check on her, like, 90 times? Yeah, well, I kept checking on the monitor. I didn't go in because I didn't want to wake her up because I figured sleep was important. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's stressful. But also, we didn't see the doctor or anything. I don't know. So, whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh, is my baby dead? Maybe I'll go to the doctor. (laughs) Uh, she's fine. God. She's just got a little little scabbo on the oh, back of her head. Poor gal. Poor bubby girl. I'll be careful with them couches. Yeah. And them coffee tables. And them coffee tables. Um, What's your brain? Oh, yeah, my brain? mom brain. Today, oh, we had quite the little journey to our local grocer. And uh, I, had, I had given him a snack. I have to give him a snack and his water. At the grocery store, because he sees all this food and he's like, ah, I want that, <laughs> ah, ah, more, ah, ah, more, ah, ah. He turns into ah, the robot. And it's like, okay, so I had his snack and his water bottle, and he's getting better at like putting his water bottle back into the little cup holder on his, oh, nice. on his um, stroller, which is cool. But we were in the cereal aisle, I'm looking at cereal, and he has his water bottle, and he like tries to put it on the s- shelf with a cereal, hmm. and it falls. So I'm like, okay, well, as soon as I, I'm gonna grab the cereal and then I'll pick it up. And I grab a cereal and then I just walk the fuck away <laughs> and finish my shopping and cash out and go home. And he's Ugh. eating the free banana that they supply you at this grocery store. Huh. And side note, he dropped part of the banana on the floor, on the ground, and it had little black specks on it. But he was flipping out going, nana, nana, nana. He wanted it back so bad that I scraped all the stuff off of it and gave it back to him. <laughs> and then we get upstairs and I'm like, where? the fuck's your water bottle oh no i know exactly where it is it's in the cereal aisle in the cereal aisle laying on the ground where i watched it and walked away from it (laughs) like as as anal as i am about all of his stuff i'm like how did i do that And he just got this water bottle for christmas too come on luckily on my way over here i stopped and they they had it oh very nice wow did i turn off my brain at the grocery store i assume you went to yes wow. uh, the grocery store in our neighborhood is terrible first of all i didn't check at the desk first i went to the aisle first thinking it would just like be laying there or something because like still because they never clean this place is a dump so it would just be <laughs> sitting there and i actually like got on the ground and looked underneath the shelves and there was stuff down there people oh boy there Casey's were seen some things there were like rogue boxes of like organic pasta oh. this is the health aisle so, oh, you know, okay. There's some like gluten free items just like covered in dust under there that like fell, and someone was probably like, Fit, just kicked them under. <laughs> like, and like, no one acknowledged the fact that I'm crawling on the ground with a <laughs> flashlight on on my cell phone trying to find something. Like, no one gave a fuck. I'm surprised I didn't get ran over. But then I went up to the front desk, and they're like, Is it blue and red? I'm like, Yes. Thank you. I'm going to go sterilize this when I get home. But yeah. And just, did you? Uh, I haven't been home yet. I'm here. Oh, that's right. And will you? I will. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I sterilized a lot of his stuff recently because he's had a cold, so I just oh, keep yeah. sterilizing shit. I don't know if it's helping or not. Dirty. Dirty boy. Um, Nellie and I were in a different grocery store, uh, a non-chain grocery store. Weird. La Tita. Um, No, it's not nice. No. Um, but we were there grabbing some stuff, and uh, they, I mean, it's fine, but you know. It's not like a boutique. It's right. like, you know, whatever. And uh, I was like, Chris texted me and was like, oh, can you get Frank's Red Hot? Uh, mm-hmm. Also, I forgot to put it on the list. And I was like, okay. And then I, I also forgot to put it on the list. And I have the memory of a goldfish. Yeah. If, is a goldfish yeah. that had no memory? I don't remember. I and don't remember. Also, so I was like in this aisle and I was looking for um, couscous. I was like, ah, which couscous, blah, because he wanted whole grain because we're being healthy. And I was like, is whole grain couscous a thing? <laughs> and um, while I was doing that and had completely forgotten about the hot sauce, Nellie grabbed a bottle of hot sauce off the shelf Oh, uh, on the opposite side of the aisle. I mean, it was not the correct hot sauce. She didn't get Frank's. It, but, it, but it 
reminded me to get wow. it. I was very pleased with her. I mean, not she wouldn't have known. She didn't read the she's text. She's a baby. Well, yes, yeah, she's a baby, but she also had no idea he had asked yeah, for it. So I can't read. be like, she's a genius. Yeah, she heard um, him say hot sauce. <laughs> Why couldn't Bo have grabbed a water bottle off yeah, the shelf that for me? Good. Yeah. yeah, really. Like, write everything down. The second something is said, it just can boop. Go yeah, away. It's just gone. Gone oh, there's forever. There's water bottle. Anyway. Dee, 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 dee. Should we take a break? Let's Do we take have a break. Else? Oh, yeah. By the way, we have a guest. Damn. Damn. That should have been my resolution is to yeah. enter- Remind everyone we have a guest at the top of the show. Oh, yeah. But we do have a guest. Tell tell the people about her. Yeah, our guest is named Amy. Uh, she is an awesome, funny, wonderful lady, and she has two foster sons. Though, actually, I think they're just sons now, but they were foster sons Whoa. for a long time. We're going to find we'll out. We'll get the whole skip. Yeah, we're going to have our baddest foster mom on after this. And we are back, and we have got the wonderful, incomparable Amy Rader on the telephone. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Um, Now, before we jump in, um, can you tell us a little bit about you? Not as a mom, just as a lady? Oh, I don't know anything about me not as a mom anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Preach, girl. Correct answer. Um, I am the executive director of the Criterion Theater in Bar Harbor, Maine, and I live in Bangor, Maine, which is the home of Stephen King. Um, I like to knit, read, and sleep. (laughs) (laughs) None of those things I can do anymore. I was going to say, you used to like to do those things. Exactly. Uh, As we know, I too am from Maine, but not anywhere near there, really. You're from Maine, Yeah, you're from... (laughs) Yes. Yes, I am. Damn it. You're from the fun part of Maine. I'm from the part of Maine that people forget exists. So <laughs> well, not, like well Stephen King. Hey, there's only one well, part yeah. of Maine I've been to, and it's the part of Maine you're in. So there you go. Really? Ah, Improvocadia. Nice. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Wait. like the the nation's largest importer of um, Chicago improvisers. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so now tell us about – so you have two – sons now right correct yeah and are are they they full-on sons now or are they still fostering or uh we started fostering them and uh last year so 2017 on halloween of all days it was the adoption was finalized and i was really excited because a lot of the kids wore costumes to the courthouse that day oh adorable and my sons did not because there was uh it was the worst week ever there was a windstorm that knocked out power for an entire week so i had to go shower at the ymca before we went to court (laughs) oh no you're like i better shower before this (laughs) they might change their mind (laughs) well my friend was taking pictures for us she's a professional photographer and that was her gift to us i was like oh god we're gonna have those pictures forever (laughs) right oh Oh, that's so sweet that it was was all documented gotta go get me a ymca bath yeah (laughs) um so we we will refer to these children as Child, little child? Oh, yeah. Small, small don't child? you call them small child and tall child? Yes. Or is that okay for us child. to say? Totally. Okay. Small Great. child and tall child. So, and are small child and tall child, are they um, blood brothers? Yes, they're half Not brothers. Not to use the name of a really cool show, but. Uh, yep. Let's, <laughs> and musical. Let's do that. Yes, they're blood brothers. <laughs> yes. Um, so can you, can we go, go way, way back and start at mm-hmm. the beginning here? Um and that, uh, we're going to get real personal real early, so I apologize. <laughs> um, what brought you to um, deciding to foster? Like, was there a fertility thing? Or were you like, yeah, I want to foster? Were you like, yeah, I want to adopt? Or what? Where? Where? how did you get to I want to foster? It's, you know, it's such a long road. And it started with us trying and not being able to have a kid naturally. Mm-hmm. And okay. then when it got to the point where we were like, oh, so what's next? Do we do IVF? Do we do any kind of fertility treatment? What are we doing? That was at the point where several of my friends had been doing that. And I either saw the, um, just all the side effects of, uh, fertility treatments for one person who's getting like hormone injections, um, just to get her eggs harvested. And that spiraled into a whole host of other health problems for her. And then another friend who had gone through cycle after cycle of IVF 
And when she would get pregnant, she would lose the baby very early on. And I looked, yeah, like, and it turned out that it was just a persistent medical condition that was making it happen. It wasn't ever going to happen for her that way. Hmm. And I, I couldn't have handled either of those. Like just, I, my friends are very strong and their choices are their choices. And I'm so in awe of them and what they've done with their lives. But I knew personally, I did not have the emotional bandwidth to be able to handle either of those situations or even the prep for it. Right. Um, so for a long time, we just kind of like sat on the fence. Like, what do we do? What do we do? We is you and your husband. correct? Yes. Yes. And it, it just, kind of happened by coincidence, kismet, whatever. I was the education director at a theater and worked with a crap ton of amazing kids all the time. It was a lovely job. And it was, was that so a fun crap ton or a crap ton? A crap ton. Sorry. Okay, great. <laughs> that, was, that was a Yankee accent. <laughs> uh, but just these incredible children and two of them um, were... One of them was currently in the foster care system and one of them had been in the foster care system and had been adopted. And these two kids were like the light of the program. They were incredibly fun to work with. They were talented and smart and kind and empathetic. And they both became mentors to little kids. Like these are two of my favorite kids ever. And I'm not saying it's because of the foster system that they're awesome or because they were adoptees that they were awesome. I think they were just determined they were they're destined to be awesome kids yeah and um the just the fact that i was that close to kids who had been in the system in the care system made me first think of okay how about kids in the foster care system because that is a pressing need in this country that people don't think about a lot and so then so you didn't steal those kids i thought that's where we were going okay good (laughs) okay I, was I mean, I can be accused of a lot of things, but stealing children, not currently. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but I was very ignorant of what the foster care system entailed, how to become a foster parent, et cetera, and so on. And I wound up just thinking about it and thinking about it until another friend of mine who is currently a Chicago improviser uh, posted something from a friend of hers Um, It was a beautiful portrait of a young man who was looking for an adoptive family and like this whole story about how he was 12 and he was just looking for a mom, someone to yell at him about picking up his socks. So this photographer goes in to um, talk to kids that are kind of hard to place for adoption and takes photos of them and posts them as, you know, sort of a way to feature the child a little bit more. And I was really taken and moved by this story. So we, and it was a nearby state. So we reached out and asking about this child and across the state line adoption is very difficult to do, especially from one very high, re, highly regulated state to another state that is not so regulated. Oh. Um, so it just, for whatever reason that didn't work out. But by the time that didn't work out for us, like exploring adoption of this child, uh, we had gone through a home study and found classes and were enrolled in the classes. So like to we were be foster it. parents, these classes? Yeah, to okay. be foster parents. And we talked with our um, certifying social work care worker and he asked, you know, what our end goal was. Well, we said our end goal was adoption, which is really the worst mindset to go into the foster care system with. Mm. <laughs> Because the goal of the foster care system is to reunite kids with their families. Right. They want to help the families get to the point where they are okay, safe, and healthy for those children to live with and make sure that the children are taken care of in that process as well. And that's not something I knew going in. I thought foster care was um, just sort of like, yeah, exactly. And it, it was hard getting disabused of the notion that foster care could lead to adoption or w- would automatically lead to adoption. But in the end, we really became at peace with it. And we were so moved by the stories of because when you go through foster care classes here, they bring in former foster youth to speak about their experience. 
and we were moved by their stories and the stories of other um, folks in our class who had fostered before or been fostered before. Mm-hmm. And it, it was that point. It's like we will be parents to whatever child crosses our threshold for whatever amount of time. Um, and we were we were just in. We were super excited to get licensed and start. We wanted to just be there for the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of kids in our community that need those kind of placements. Um, Because Maine, as a state, is dealing with a very severe opiate addiction. Yes. Like, yeah, it's horrible. I I don't know if you know this, Amy. That's my brother died of heroin. uh, Oh, my God. I'm uh, so sorry. uh, And, like, fentanyl and blah, blah, blah. So I'm I'm there. (laughs) And in Bangor, it's truly alarming because you – it, it was so easy for people for so long to look at the opiate problem in Maine and be like, oh, it's just those people who die of heroin, just those people who die of heroin. And over and over again in the last years, it's everybody's kids. It's people you know. It's not anyone that can be marginalized. And so fu- people are finally waking up, but it's yeah. Now so that it's like awful. affluent people, like, right. like I'm from Falmouth and it's a huge problem there. And that's like mm-hmm. a classy town. Yeah, and with Bangor, it was like, oh, that kid from the, um, whose, you know, dad was on the city council or who was an Eagle Scout or whatever, whatever, whatever. And it it breaks my heart that we didn't wake up to it a little, not a little bit sooner, a lot sooner. Yeah. Yeah. It had to, it had to be like rich white people. (laughs) Right. And in my home state of Minnesota, it's meth, you know? Mm. So I watch, you hear about people, dying from meth here and there back home and then coming here and it's this heroin problem and opiates and prescription drugs and it's really really sad so our foster care system is full Mm -hmm. um and eric and i um finished the classes and waited because it takes a little while for you to get your license and you know they could say yes or no at any time whatever um and then i was sleeping in one day because it was one of the only days i had to sleep in and i just kind of woke up and I couldn't tell why. And uh, I just opened my eyes and there was Eric looming over the bed. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, hello. What? And he said, I just got a call from uh, so-and-so who, wait, what was his name? Oh, his name was um, Alden Brown. Just like, so every time I heard him oh, yeah. call, I thought that um, it was Alton Brown. Yeah. Oh, right. The nice. chef, the celebrity chef. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I feel like, um, what does he want? Wait, and, <laughs> And I mean, I knew that was his name and I knew he would be calling us. And still I was like, celebrity chef, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Not so quick on the uptake, this girl. Uh, <laughs> but he had called and he was like, oh, Alden called. I was like, okay. He said, we're licensed. I was like, oh, okay. And I rolled over to go back to sleep, but he hadn't moved. And I turned back and I was like, what? <laughs> and he said, they have two boys for us. Shut oh my gosh. Oh I was my like, gosh. It is like, get out of bed, Amy. It's You're that, a mom. Right. And now that's <laughs> and probably like, not common. That's because of the demand in Maine. Like it, it can it be common. Sense. Like as a, as a foster parent, um, if you're a, a licensed foster family, resource family, they could call you in the middle of the night and say, I have a four-year-old that we're going to bring by. We don't know how long she's going to stay. And it literally um, could be a day or two, right? It could be hours. Hmm. It could be oh years. God. It could be anything. And that's what you're signing up for as a foster parent is it could be anything. However, you can say at any point in time, I need to place my placement on hold. I can't, uh, you know, um, my sister is sick and I'm going to take care of her. So I need to place my placement on hold, whatever. Um, And a foster parent has a right at any time to say, no, I can't take that child. Okay. Even if it's like four in the morning and you're the last person on their list, you can say, no, I can't take that child. You don't have to give a reason and this sounds terrible. Like I'm, uh, it, it, it sounds like I'm saying that all foster parents are terrible and will refuse a child that comes to their door at four in the morning. That's not the case, but just to know that you're able to refuse a placement at any time. Right. Well, that's wise. I mean, they wouldn't want to be like, okay, well, you have to take this kid, even if you don't want to. Like that would right. just be a horrible experience. Yes. I mean, the foster care system. Getting there's nothing good about the foster care system like the necessity of the foster care system, but there are a lot of good people trying to help out the kids in the foster care system. So that's encouraging. So you Um, said yes immediately. 
it was not immediate because Eric was working three weeks out of the month in Chicago. Oh. And I was like, what the shit? I don't know if I can uh, be a single parent for three weeks. Can I suddenly be a single mom to two teenage boys or two adolescent boys? Oh, my goodness. It was terrifying. Um, But we said yes, that we would like to meet them because the kids being, you know, um, of an age where they can register their pleasure or displeasure with the situation, the kids had a choice. Oh, okay. So they came and met me because Eric was in Chicago. So he joined us via like Skype <laughs> to me <laughs> to meet the boys. And I had taken the morning off of work and I was sitting in our living room waiting for them to come up. And uh, this thought flashed in my head that, that it was just, you're waiting to meet your sons. <gasps> because we knew at the outset, we had been told at the outset that they were um, free for adoption as well. But even then, even if they were just coming to us for a temporary amount of time, I I was still like, they're still going to be your sons. You're still going to love them as wow. much as you would if they were your own. Yeah. And they, you know, I, I feel like any child you really take care of and really love, they are your own in some way or another, you know? Yes. Yeah. So if they're free, if you knew they were free for adoption, or I guess my question is, are there children at that age that are orphans like are there orphans anymore or do they just go straight to being foster children that are free for adoption does that make um, sense <laughs> yeah or well in any case where a child is taken into dhhs it's my understanding that the first thing they do is try to place them with a blood relative so uh-huh. you know if parents die and they haven't indicated um who their child's legal guardian should be at the time of their death which everybody should do, have that person handy, have a backup, have a third. I don't know. I'm a worst case scenario person. So <laughs> I've got life insurance out the ass and a disaster plan for days. Um, <laughs> so they go to the blood relatives first, um, you know, sort of primary family, secondary family, tertiary family. So like, and once all of that is exhausted, then they would go into the foster care system. So if parents, pass away they haven't designated a legal guardian there are no relatives or um oh god what is it called there's a word for a family friend who is basically like a relative Hmm. so they're the next people Mm -hmm. uh and then it's foster care system at large um gotcha but a lot of the kids in the foster care system that are uh free for adoption are the ones whose parental rights have been terminated so for whatever reason, parental rights are terminated and then they are free for adoption. And that can happen with babies. That can happen with elementary schoolers, high schoolers, whoever. Okay. 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 And one more question. Sorry, I'm full of questions because no, now I'm great. like obsessed with orphanages. So clearly, <laughs> so do they just like when they're not in foster care, do they live in some sort of home then? Or It depends. Um and I only know from the experience of the kids I've known, like basically they go from placement to placement. Oh, okay. So, so they're with some the, other family before they came yeah. to you. Yeah. Okay. And the, just for like any foster care situation, there are like, there are care homes because the young man that we were looking at in another state that we read this beautiful story about was in a home for adolescent boys in the care system that was i believe run by dhhs i don't know wow okay all right so they walk up into your house yeah you're waiting to meet your son and now (laughs) what's like their attitude their feelings i imagine they're like here i am at another house this isn't going to work out either like i can't imagine they have a good attitude at this point um i they were delightful like (laughs) from the jump it would uh, I think there's always sort of a guardedness mm-hmm. in any situation like this. Like, who are you? I don't know you. You're a stranger. Right. And can you, le- how le- old were they at this point? When uh, oh, shoot. Almost 16, like days away from 16 and no, I'm sorry. Days away from 15 and six. Wow. Oh, oh, I didn't realize the little one was so little. Yeah. He oh, or the big one was so big. Be- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, now we have a 17 year old and a nine year old. What? Okay. Yeah. So, okay. I know. And I just, teens, it's the number, the amount of groceries. Yeah. I can't. 
And you didn't have any sort of like gradual build to teenagers. You just no, have no. a teen. Yeah, and a kid. So and it's not kid. even like you have to get used to having right. a teenager all of a sudden. Right. Now you, you also have a child. Like you have right. two different, completely different types of people. Okay, I didn't yeah, want to get and- back to this meeting then. Though. <laughs> rewind, okay, rewind. I just want to say though, like I always felt like if you have a baby, you're sort of easing into like having a person in your house, but having a baby is pretty big too. So I'm going to abandon that theory. <laughs> entirely. It is, but everything comes in steps. Like everyone's like, oh, they train you or whatever. And it's like, yeah, okay, I agree with that. But like a 16 year old walks in and they're like, I already That's know hard. that I like Cheerios and I don't like corn puffs or whatever. You know? Also, yes, I masturbate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm not thinking about that and okay, I will yes, not, sorry. I refuse. <laughs> I mean, other people's kids might, I, I have, no, that is not, we're a black hole of asexuality in my house. <laughs> Very good. That sounds good, healthy. Good, good. Teaching yes. that. So you meet them. Yeah. So here they are. What Small is, child what and tall child. What happens? Walk through the door. Um, well, we had a long conversation in the car uh, about what foods we like and what foods we hate. Wait, um, why are you in the car? I was showing them the school Oh, okay. and okay. I was showing them like around town, taking them on the grand tour. I took them to the theater that I worked at and I gave them the nickel tour. Um, I took them to my favorite, favorite store downtown too. And that was kind of like my way of trying to pass the cool test. I was <laughs> like, if you like this store, you're awesome. But also then I'm awesome too. Right? It's a Spencer uh, Gifts. No. <laughs> we no. do have one of the last few Spencer Gifts in America in our mall. Oh. Uh, but I took him to the Rock and Art Shop, uh, which is a family-owned business. And I love them very much. And it's like um, I once spent a New Year's Eve there, like just at a party in the store. And we went down the basement. It was like the mixed-up files of Mrs. Basilee Frankweiler. <laughs> and so I'm completely in love with the store. And I took the boys there. And, you know, they have rocks and fossils and arrows and art and coloring books and cool stuff. And they were both enchanted. Aww. Yay. So it was like, perfect, awesome. I scored points there. Um, and then we went back to the house. We took him by uh, Bangor High School and we took him by um, Abe Lincoln School. And then uh, they came back to the house and we talked to Eric on either Skype or Facebook video messenger or something. So they met him over my phone. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, and that's when and now the caseworker is that... with you this whole time, I'm guessing. Yes. Okay. Yes. And she was a lovely human, but she told me a story. She's like, because I asked, you know, what are their personalities like? She's like, this is what you need to know about the little one. I was taking him to the dentist and he conned me into ice cream. <laughs> and I was like, so uh-huh. kind of- <laughs> yeah. And she also tried to set me up with a banjo teacher. Like this woman was awesome. Oh, lovely. Like set you up so you would have a banjo teacher or so you would yeah, marry a banjo I, teacher? So I would have a banjo teacher. Oh, oh okay. Teacher. I see. I see. <clears throat> she was trying to trick you into having an affair so she could keep <laughs> yeah. the kids. Got with it. With a banjo. Uh, with a banjo. Great. So uh, it was a fit. Yeah, it really was. So I then they just, a, are now they live there or do they like go get their stuff or what happens? They went back for a couple of weeks they, because, um, they don't, you know, the kids had a chance to change their mind if they wanted to. And um, they had a couple of other families that hit, they had been introduced to. Oh, my gosh. So, sweating you know, bullets. Well, I'm like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, I just met two awesome kids. Okay, so that's great attitude well, that's, that I would yeah, not that, have had. That's insane, it, but fun. It, it <laughs> is insane. And it was probably like this huge front that I was putting up because it was terrifying. Um, but I... They went away for a little bit and uh, Eric came back and I was actually in tech rehearsal for a show when they came here. Oh my. So I met him first all by myself and then Eric moved them in all by himself. Wow. (laughs) Uh, To our non-theater listeners, tech is hell. (laughs) It's literally referred to as hell week. So yes, it's it's long hours, long days. Great. So now you have uh, yeah. two foster children living with you. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't want to say that it would like take longer to like get to know them, but they are already having their personalities and stuff. But even as a person who like birthed a baby at first, I was like, who is this? <laughs> What's going on with you? I'm supposed to love you. Okay. Like I'll care for you. And you kind of like have to have a get to know each other period. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, very much. So I'm guessing there were like some milestones that you hit along the way in the in the earlier times, or do you um, have any you'd were, like to share? There were definitely a bunch of milestones, um, it, but it was kind of like at roommates at first. You know, when you have a brand new roommate and you're yeah. like, uh, "Do you like Radiohead?" Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you want to see these awesome coasters my mom gave me? <laughs> They're cool. Yes. Whoa, you like food too? Awesome. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. Just, so, you're starting at the incredible macro level for how to interact with this person. And then it keeps just getting dialed down and down and down. Yeah. And I think the biggest milestone, because they came to us like right as the school year was starting, was Halloween. Mm, okay. Because uh, they hadn't had a lot of trick-or-treat experiences. I'll just leave it at that Mm -hmm. um and so we went costume shopping (laughs) and we kept costume shopping for about three weeks because smalls kept changing what he wanted to be because that's what kids do (laughs) Uh, i was super specific as a child and that's probably why i went into theater right like i'm a milkmaid who is 46 years old and i live in germany (laughs) working on your accent taking dialect classes (laughs) all for halloween (laughs) um so we took him Halloween shopping and I just remember asking Smalls, I was like, Hey, what do you want to be for Halloween? He said, absolutely not a cupcake. Oh, fair. Okay. And I was like, well, that's very specific. And it, I, in talking to his caseworker, apparently he had been for a previous Halloween, um, dressed as a cupcake by a, an older woman who had no idea that five-year-olds have opinions or care about things. Oh no! Um, oh, basically, you know, like how Ralphie in a Christmas story keeps getting things that are meant for an eight-year-old girl. Right. Yeah. yeah so that's kind of like it was with this. Only small child uh, was dressed like, you know, a two-year-old. <laughs> I saw a picture later and it is insane. There's a little like maraschino cherry hat on his head. <laughs> and I remember seeing it and being oh, like, Oh, buddy, I get it. I get it 100%. So we went in, we got costume after costume after costume. And the, I have a picture from being in the Spirit Halloween store in the um, old, oh, God, I Probably a Barnes and Noble. <laughs> no, and it wasn't a Radio Shack. It was like Best Buy, but not Best Buy. What was Circuit it? Circuit City. City. Yes, <laughs> it was an old Circuit City building, which is now since torn down. Oh. Uh, but at the time, it was a Spirit Halloween and we went in and this was like time three looking for costumes and it was just Smalls and I and we were picking up something for um, his brother for Halloween because he had vague ideas of what he wanted to be but he also didn't know if he was too old to trick or treat so you know weird weird little zone for trick or treating and right. he yeah, said sure. I need this can you please pick me up this mask <laughs> and so Smalls and I went in. And we were looking around, and he went to try on a bunch of masks and stuff. And I had my back turned to him, and I just heard, Amy! <laughs> I turned around, because that's how he says Amy. It's just some grunt from, like, Emma. his bowels. <laughs> hey! 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 I turn around, and <laughs> he's standing there wearing a John Cena t-shirt. <laughs> oh. And one of those really unsettling latex cow masks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. But... His head is turned in such a way that it looks like the cow is gazing wistfully off into the distance while wearing a John Cena t-shirt in a little person's body. And I took a picture and I was like, that is the moment that I fell in love with my son. That is the moment. You're like, you little weirdo, you're the best. You're weird too, great. Yeah. I was like, yeah, your weirdness is my weirdness. I see my weirdness in you. And over the intervening months um his sense of humor only began to sharpen and surpass my own oh my so now there can be only one and so you sent him back yeah (laughs) he's ridiculously funny and his comic timing is on point but when he tries to tell you an actual joke it's awful (laughs) well jokes suck i feel like i'm kind of like that too yeah jokes are stupid (laughs) i'm yeah he's more of a He's like an observational comedian. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, Trying to be a prop comedian and failing. Um, (laughs) Hey, Amy, look at this. The fork is my hand. No. Good. Cool. No. (laughs) Go. 
Oh, well, that's so sweet. Like you have yeah. these moments where you're like, okay, this you're, I feel like you're yeah. my kid. And that first Halloween was that big milestone. And the fact that the next year we adopted them yeah. on Halloween right. was pretty perfect. Halloween's the bomb. Yeah. So, um, one other thing I keep, I kept meaning to ask earlier. So you said, so they could change their mind? Like, could they have been, you know, in like, uh, you know, October or whatever have been like, I don't like these people take me back. And that's At fine. Any, like they are there to have free communication with their caseworkers. So if they, they were like, everything's terrible and I hate this. Our case could be reviewed. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. But the, there's no, like, there was no feeling that I had to uh, butter them up and feed them frosting and sugar every day. Um, <laughs> right. It's just like, yeah, if we're awful, if we're an awful placement for you for whatever reason, if your schools are terrible and they abuse you there and we can't, you know, take you away from school, it, it's just, there's always a chance for the kids to have a voice in things. Mm-hmm. Although sometimes, I don't necessarily know that they're championed as much as they should be. Okay. So it wouldn't DHHS, necessarily... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, DHHS in every state is probably overworked, underfunded, and undersupported. So I don't blame any of the workers. Um, don't blame any of the families. It's just a two-full system with not enough help. Right. Gosh. Um, so they could never just be like, I don't really like them. And then they I mean, they could. Away. Uh, they could. Is there oh, a fear okay. that they would like, you know, their hormones might get in the way and they're like, ah, you know, like any kid will be like, I hate you. And they're I mean, like, I hate you. I want to go away. <laughs> well, the caseworkers know the kids. So if there was like some hormone fuel, like, oh, my God, I hate them. I really want to leave. They're, you know, they're licensed social workers in a lot of uh, instances, clinical social workers. So they'll be like, really? Do you really mean that? Yeah. <laughs> they're oh, okay. used to. And they probably recommend family counseling, sure, um, something like that. So it's there. There is very little opportunity for a frivolous thing like that to okay. happen. And could you do it? Could you be like, I don't like them. Give me different ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I knew. Oh, I knew we yeah, never you can't would do imagine that, that yeah. now, right? Well, audience, that was part one of Baddest Foster Mother. We're going to cut it right there because we have such a good conversation with Amy. We didn't want to waste it. We didn't want to have to cut a bunch of stuff, but there's too much for one episode. Yeah. So hang in there for a week. It's like the big cliffhanger. Yeah. How does she get these children? With these children. Are they hers? Yeah. I mean, I think we already covered that, that they are. But how does it happen? Yeah, what happens? Um, Is it like the Great Gilly Hopkins? We don't know. In the meantime, read the Great Gilly Hopkins. Oh, yeah, just by next week, please. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, it's a kid's book. It only takes a minute. I don't I I don't don't remember anything about it. I think she's a foster kid. God, what's happening? Mm -hmm. She's blowing a bubblegum bubble on the cover. I remember. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, well, if you have questions for Amy about being a foster parent or questions on anything else we've talked about, you can email us, baddestmothers at gmail.com. And hey, check us out on all our social medias. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at baddestmothers. Uh, Rate and review us if you don't mind. And yeah. we'll talk to you next week. We are Baddest, baddest mothers, mothers in the Room. room.